Today we are looking at dwelling in the presence. Amen. Dwelling in the in the presence. Dwelling in the presence. Hallelujah. That's what we are looking at today. Amen. Amen. We are talking about dwelling, dwelling, dwelling in the presence. There are ministers, you'll hear them talking about practicing the presence. Some you'll hear them talking about hosting the presence. Some you'll hear them saying living. Some you'll hear them saying abiding in the presence. Amen. That is what I'm teaching today. Dwelling in the presence. Amen. I'm actually today talking about our part. <laughs> I'm not talking about God's part. Remember, I've already mentioned, I've talked about the omnipresence of God. Amen? I talked about the indwelling presence of God. When you get born again, God comes and dwells within you. Amen? Then thirdly, I talked about the manifest presence of God. And you say the manifest presence of God is the glory of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When, when, when the presence of God impacts your senses, that is God's glory that you see. God himself. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Look, look at Psalms 91 verse 1. Some of you, this is a memory verse. The Bible says, he that dwelleth. Amen? Amen. He that dwelleth. dwelleth. Amen. He that dwelleth. This is KJV. He that dwelleth. <laughs> Amen. Continues to stay there. Are you seeing? Yeah. He that dwelleth. Where? In the secret place of the most high. Hallelujah. In the secret place of the most high. Then the Bible says, shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. It is possible to dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And it's not the duty of God, it is your duty. Amen. The Bible says, He that dwelleth. Hallelujah. And to show you this secret place, just continue, give you more scriptures to, to explain this secret place. Look at, look at Psalms 31, verse, verse 20. Psalms 31, verse 20. The Bible says, Thou shalt hide them, where? In the secret of thy presence from the pride of man. Thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. Now look at the words. The secret of thy presence. Hallelujah. Today I'm talking about dwelling in the presence. I'm not talking about visiting there. I'm not talking about devotion. Amen? I'm talking about dwelling. Amen? Some of us, we know devotion. Today, I'm talking about dwelling. <laughs> I'm not talking about taking a vacation and going there. You know? Yes, uh, juicy is when I learned this new word called, okay, to meet is new, staycation. Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen? Amen? I'm not talking about just visiting, I'm talking about dwelling. I'm talking about staying in a fixed position. Amen. Amen. A habitat. You know what a habitat is? 
where you, you rest, where you stay, where you every day wake up and go to sleep. That's the place I'm talking about. Hallelujah. We are talking about having a lifestyle of staying somewhere. A lifestyle where everything that is about you concerns staying in that place. You are always there. Whether you are sleeping, whether you, are, whether you have woken up, when you are brushing your teeth, when you are taking your shower, when you are taking your tea, ukotu, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you something, because many love the presence of God. Not necessarily the presence of God. Many, many people love the presence. These presents or promises, many of them are conditional. Hallelujah. Upon your dwelling there. Do you remember Psalm 16 when I was teaching? The Bible says, in thy presence is fullness of joy. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. As in the only reason for you to be joyful, the, the, that time the only reason you have to be joyous is because of his presence. Amen. Not because someone tickled you and then you started laughing. <laughs> you know, someone tickled you. No. You're in the presence, and because you're in the presence, joy just bursts. Amen. Hallelujah. Fullness of joy. Amen. Amen. And you don't have this Nitonga easy bouts of, of, you know, sometimes the waves resumerize, and sometimes, no. You're in the presence continually. There's fullness of joy, and this is, and at his right hand, there are what? Pleasures. Forevermore. Hallelujah. Dwelling in his presence is what? is going to make us or help us become receptive to what God has already given us. The issue here is not God giving to us. The issue is our receiving from God. Hallelujah. And what will help unlock or release us from, from that place where we are locked up is the presence of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, you know, we are used to, to praying so that God gives us things or God brings, you know. I pray that deliverance, you know, I'm delivered. I pray that I am, you know, so many things. But God has already given us all these things. Hallelujah. But why don't we see him? Why don't we see them? Simple. The presence. We need to understand how to dwell in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, the first thing I want to tell us is God is always present. He's talked about his omnipresence. Amen. He is always there. He is everywhere all the time. Hallelujah. Always there. Amen. Here in this church, we don't sing and say, Oh, kuja, shuka baba, shuka, kutana na wanawako. We don't sing, we don't sing that. We don't sing that. Baba alishuka, alishuka kitambo. Amen. Where is he? He's with us and he is in us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> he is so close. He is closer than you think. And I want you to mark my words, Leo. Than you think. He is closer. He is so, so close. 
we have access. Remember Matthew chapter 28, verse 20, when he was speaking to his disciples. Go, you know, baptize them, teaching them to obey, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, and lo, notice, I am with you. Amen. God is the one, God is the one who he sends and he goes with you. Amen. Hallelujah. I'll be talking about the secret. What is this secret place? Amen. You cannot see him. Amen. That's why you might use the word secret. The secret place. The place is there. <laughs> Amen. It is there, but it is secret. Amen. So you have to know it. You have to know that place so that you, your mind your mind knows that place that you are in. That place, that secret place. Amen. The place in the spirit. Hallelujah. He is close. We have access. God is spirit. They that worship him shall, must worship him in spirit and in, in truth. We are talking about dwelling in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Do you know that God is with you? How many know that God is with them? God is with you? Amen. Even during times of trouble, God is with you. Even when there is hardship, God is with you. You need to start speaking it out. Eh? Where, wherever you are, whatever situation you are in, anytime, before you, <laughs> when you are going to do your exams, God is with you. After you've done your, ex your exams, God is with you. When you are hungry in your house, you have not paid rent. Amen. God is with is with you. Amen. May that be rubber stamped in our lives, in our minds, in our thoughts, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God is not just with you. He is in you. And the Bible also tells us God is for you and me. <laughs> Amen. You know, nothing shall be against me. Since God is for, it's not if, if for condition. It says, since God is for us, who shall be against us? Who, who dares to be against us? Who is this that is so powerful that can be against us, that can take us down? I'm, I'm trying to, to, to rub some Devils <laughs> writing somewhere. Amen. Amen. The greatest way to fight deception is to bring the truth. Today when I was driving, I was coming here, something came to my mind. Amen. We do not read your Bible. Jesus did not speak about praying for deliverance. He spoke about preaching Deliverance to the captives. Amen. Deliverance is preached. We preach it. Amen. <laughs> Not pray, we don't pray for We preach it. Amen. So that we bring knowledge and understanding. Amen. You shall know the truth and the truth that you know. The truth that you know is what makes you free. Amen. Hallelujah. You want the truth? This is the truth. Deliverance is not what? Prayed for. You don't come to me to pray for you, to lay my hands on you so that 
You know you get delivered. No. Amen. Read Isaiah chapter 61. This, the spirit of the Lord is upon me and has anointed me to preach the good news. This is to preach, you know, deliverance to the captives. Bring it. Bringing the news. Amen. Amen. And let me tell you, the more you know, the more of these scriptures that you know, the more they come in, the more you, your, you, your eyes and of understanding are enlightened. That is it. Then your life is opening up. Amen. Materially and physically. Because I know that's what many, many people want. Remember when I was teaching and I said the destination of God's word is where? In our hearts. Amen. The destination is in our spirits, in our hearts. That's where God wants to send our, his word into our hearts. And when once we know that's it, that's it. As when you begin to act on the word, amen, things begin to happen. Hallelujah. Every season God is with us. He does not come. He does not go. The presence of God has always been there all along. Read Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. These are supposed to be, what do we call them? Memory verses. Amen. If I ask you next, next Sunday, Hebrews 13 verse 5, what does it say? You should say, tell me, he will never leave me. That's part B of the verse. No, forsake me. Amen. Amen. He will never leave you. Amen. He will never leave you. He will never. Who say those words? God. God. Hallelujah. We want to move this thing from just a mental thing to an experiential thing. Because there's a problem. There's usually a disconnect between just speaking it, saying it, and actually living it. That's what we want to move this thing today to. We are talking about dwelling in the presence of God. So what does it take to dwell in the presence of God? Number one, we need to know. We need the revelation of the presence. We need to know about the presence. Hallelujah. We need to be aware. <laughs> Amen. Because that awareness is what changes us. It's what, will, it's what begins to change our lives and the experience that we have. Amen. Hallelujah. And let me tell you something. Do you know your perception, how you see things is in your control? It's not in God's control. It's on your control. And one of the things that the devil has really tried to do, we are talking, many people are talking about the devil, you know, kufunga watu, kufunga, kufunga watu. Do you know how the devil, anafunga watu? You want, to, you want me to show you? It's blindness. Blindness. Let me show you. Open 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 3 says, But if the gospel be hid, are you seeing it is hid? If it is hid, if the gospel be hid, it is hid from them that are lost. Then it says, uh, But if the, uh, uh, verse 4, in whom God, the God, the small g, the God of this world, has blinded. Are you seeing what the devil is trying to do? 
blinded their minds. Amen. He has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Then it says, lest what? The light of the glorious gospel. <laughs> uh, of Christ who is the image of God should shine on them. Amen. And we know what happens. Once the light shines on you, look at verse 6. It says, for God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our where? In our hearts. Let me show you what is this light. It says, to give the light of what? Of knowledge. It's the light of knowledge. Of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. It's the light of knowledge from God. This word is light. Psalms 119 verse 130 says, The entrance of the word brings forth what? When the word comes, light has come. Amen. Hallelujah. When the word comes, light has come. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you know there are rats and, and cockroaches, they like hiding in the dark. You know that, eh? <laughs> but when you switch on the light, what happens? They, they run. You don't have to look for a broom to, to, to beat them around. No. You just switch on the light. Amen. Are you seeing how to chase away demons? Bring in the what? The light. The, the spirit of cockroaches. <laughs> the spirit of, of, of rats. You know those demons? You know how to chase them out? Light. Light. That fear. That spirit of fear. You know how to chase it away? Light. Bring the light. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. That's how you drive them away. Light. You'll never see them here because here this place is full of light. Because we are full of light. We are the light generation. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. So it's our perception, our awareness that changes. That's what, that, that's what needs to change. It's not the presence of God. God's presence is always with us. Hallelujah. Every hour, every minute. God's word cannot be broken. It cannot change. He's saying, I am. I am with you. He's saying, open your eyes and see. Hallelujah. Awareness. Do you know when, 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 you, when your eyes have opened to see that, you begin to walk differently. You actually begin to even talk differently. You begin to behave differently. Amen. Even if a witch comes to you and tells you, you know what, I fly, with, I fly the broom. <laughs> you, you drive from Kisumu to, to, to Migori or Nairobi. I fly the broom from here to Kisumu. Today, I'm taking you out. <laughs> you know what you do? You laugh. <laughs> Amen. Because you have the light there in darkness. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We have control of our perception. Amen. We need a consciousness. We need a realization that God is present with us always. Amen. 
We just need to realize that. Amen. It's an awareness. I'm not talking about prayer. I'm not saying pray until you see. No. Amen. 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 <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm preaching the word. The word is light. May it shine on you today in Jesus' name. So that we recognize the light. We become aware of the light. What light? The light of the knowledge that God is present with us today. And every day and every hour. We don't need a worship leader to bring the presence of God. No. So what, what if you need a worship leader to bring the presence? I, I had a, a somewhere that, you know, the worship leader must come and stir up the atmosphere first. <laughs> you know? Must be stirred. Chochea, chochea. Ekakuni, you know? Ekakuni, what happens? Eh? The atmosphere becomes nyepesi. <laughs> becomes light for the preacher to, excuse me. Amen. Those are places I'd prefer going to preach first before you lead worship. <laughs> Amen. So that you see, kama atmosphere will still be Amen. No, we don't need our worship leader to come and 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 make ne pesi the presence, the, the 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 atmosphere. No, that's not the reason why we sing before we preach the gospel. No, we don't sing to bring the presence. No, that presence that can be brought by our worship leader, I don't want. Amen. I want the abiding presence. The presence that is always there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says in Romans 10, 17, faith comes by what? Hearing. Imani yaja kwa? Faith comes by hearing. And hearing what? The word of God. Do you know that's the same way fear comes? By hearing. Amen. Fear is the word of the devil. <laughs> Amen. He's telling you, hey, be very careful. Be very careful. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Are you seeing? When light enters, faith is there. When light has come in, that knowledge, that knowledge has come in, faith is there. You don't need to feel anything to know that God is there. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You don't need to feel anything. When I entered this place, God was already here. Amen. Amen. I'm just continuing where he is. When I came in, I came in with him. I came in this place, he was already here. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Our worship leader did not bring him. <laughs> Amen. Our worship leader, when the worship leader came in, she came in with God. Amen. And she was concentrating worshiping God. Amen. And we joined her in worshiping him. We don't worship to bring him. We already know that he is there. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.
<laughs> we, are, we don't connect with God or deal with God by our feelings. You know, things are happening which are bad, so God is not with us. No. We connect with him by our spirits. Because God is a spirit. We are faith beings. Faith beings. Amen. What God has said is what we move with, not what we feel. Ask my wife. I think I asked her the next day after my wife is here. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I asked her the next morning in our honeymoon, why am I not feeling like I'm married? <laughs> I think some, some guys who are married here can attest. There's no feeling like you're married. I'm, I'm feeling. I'm, I'm feeling married. <laughs> How come I'm not having that feeling that I'm married? But I am. I am. And then I checked my... The ring is still here. You know, when you're married, you don't remove your ring. So you, you, I don't know, there's this mindset that, you know, something might... You know, if you put it, if you just put it aside... It's, yeah. <laughs> Amen. You want to stay, to, to, to maintain it. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. There, there was no feeling. I was feeling like a boyfriend. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Actually, even three, is it three years later, we were feeling like we are dating than married. But we were married. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Later on, it dawned on me that I was actually, by the way, you are married. When people started telling me, it's actually people, started calling me uh, 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 the husband to so-and-so. Husband, how is your wife? And people asking me, how is your wife? How is your wife? Then it dawned on me, eh, by the way, I'm married. I need to take responsibility. <laughs> I'm a husband. Amen. I, I think you're getting what I'm saying. When it dawns on you that the presence is consistently, continually with you. Hallelujah. Someone, something is dawning on someone today. Hallelujah. And let me tell you, this revelation comes through preaching, through education. Like right now we're in a class. I'm teaching on the presence. Amen. Wherever you go out there, go and teach it. Go and tell them God is with you. And he's not, he's not parking anytime soon. He's not leaving. He's not going. He's with you. Amen. He's not with you because of you, because of how good you are. No. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'll explain. I'll explain it. Give me time. Give me time. <laughs> Amen. He's with you because of him. Because of his faithfulness. Because of his goodness. Just look at Israel. Stiff-necked people. He hears their cry in Egypt. Takes them out. Whilst they're in the, in the, while they are going towards the promised land, they are still stiff-necked. You know, minds bad go Egypt. But God kept on being there with them. He was there for them. Crossing the Red Sea, he was there. Amen. Through the serpents in the desert, he was there. Amen. Always there. And that is his desire. He wanted the tabernacle, the tabernacle, his house, you know, a small tent. You know, God also lived in a tent at some point. Eh? 
before he got a build a house. So we was jali. He on earth, amen. In his tent, while they were living in tents, <laughs> amen. You know, his tent was where at the center. I assume this was the camp. This was the center. You know, God's tabernacle was at the center, in their midst, with them. Hallelujah. <laughs> Uh, let me tell you that this re- realization will come when the scripture is opened up. It will come and create an expectation. Amen. It will now begin to create an expectation of whatsoever he wants to do. However he wants to manifest. Whatever miracle or providence you need. That realization, that awareness will create an expectation within you. Hallelujah. In other words, it will begin to activate you. It will begin to make you become sensitive. Amen. Sensitive to his presence. Amen. And now that is the difference. Amen. Some people will say, eh, someone is saying there, I, I, I'm sensing the presence of God. They are wondering, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You are in error. You are in error. No, they are not in error. They are just sensitive. You, you are not sensitive. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, glory. This revelation, this perception, when you know that the presence is there, creates in you a desire. One thing I have desired, oh Lord. Why didn't everyone write that scripture? One thing I have desired, I have desired of the Lord that I will seek after. This is a king. Why is he writing these things? I will seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. He says, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than to dwell where? In the tents of the the wicked. Amen. He says, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the, this house of the Lord. Look at, continue downward. It says, uh, 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 and behold the beauty. It says in verse 5, for in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion in the secret of his tabernacle. Where is that? His presence. Why am I saying secret? It's in the spirit. Amen. That's why you cannot see with your touch, with your senses. Amen. Remember Nicodemus and Jesus Christ. Jesus was speaking spiritual things. Nicodemus was thinking physically. You know? With a, with a physic, physical mind. Proof. How shall a man like me <laughs> go back to the mother's womb and be born? How? Is that possible? No. <laughs> Jesus looked at him and wondered, so this guy, this, this, this guy is a is a preacher, and yet he does not know these things. Spiritual things, spiritual wavelength. Amen. This is what I'm talking about. Talk about something spiritual. There's a secret place. Amen. The presence of God, the house of the Lord, the secret of his tabernacle is his presence. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me tell you that this revelation that I was talking about is what creates within us a desire. 
by the Spirit of God and the Word of God, the desire is created within us. To desire, David says, I desire of the Lord. Amen? That I think one thing that I will seek. He says, one thing, one thing, one thing. Not many things. One thing <laughs> that I have desired. One thing that I will seek after. There's one thing that we need to seek. Hallelujah. Seek ye what? First the what? The kingdom of God. Matthew 6.33. Seek ye the king of the kingdom and his domain. Hallelujah. And you know what? The more we know the word, the more we continue in the Holy Ghost, the more that desire increases within us. The more our sensitivity to the presence increases. Amen. The more we become hungry, <laughs> we crave, we are eager to be there. You know? We young, hallelujah. The more we see, the more we become sensitive. Hallelujah. That's when we pursue. Then, when you have this desire, you will pursue. Amen. What do you pursue? The presence. That's when I talked about dwelling in the presence. There's something you do. You dwell. Now that you know and you have that desire, it is that you dwell. Dwell there. How do you dwell there? Hallelujah. The first thing I want to say this is this. Intentionality. It's a decision you make. Amen. You decide. It's decision. Amen. You become deliberate. You want this. God has spoken about this thing. This is what it is. I have decided, you know. I made a decision. I'm giving intention to stay more and more aware of his presence. Hallelujah. Do you know how you do that? You turn your heart and mind from the things of the world. You turn your heart and mind from, from, from what is around you, what surrounds you. You block the other things and you open up to what? To him. Isaiah 26 verse 3, the Bible says, he will keep in perfect peace they whose mind is stayed on him. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your... Are you saying whose duty is that? It's yours. Are you saying? The renewing of our minds. Amen. What we renew our minds by the scriptures and we fill ourselves with the scriptures, fill them in the, in, ourselves with the word of God. Hallelujah. And you know what that will do? Your atmosphere will begin to change because you are beginning to become sensitive to his presence. The devil, you know, the devil knows when you are blind, when you cannot see, he knows it. And he'll keep on trying to bring things to stop you from realizing he brings trouble to keep you there. <laughs> but you are free. One nice example I like using about uh, freedom is this. You could be chained like this. You are chained this side and you are chained this side. For many, many months. When one time someone comes and opens the chains and just leaves them hanging there, but the chains are opened and you are asleep. When you wake up, do you know you can continue staying there for many more months? Do you know that? 
Do you know how they tame elephants in India? <laughs> yeah? You see, in India, they walk around with elephants. You know how they tame them. They are wild animals. They take them, they put poles around them, surrounding them, and they feed them from there. Three months. Then later on, what do they do? They remove the poles. The elephant knows it is usually fed there. <laughs> it will continue staying there. Amen? And now it will begin to do whatever it's told to do. That's what the devil does with people. But do you know that Jesus already came <laughs> while you were sleeping? <laughs> and the chains were broken. The chains were removed. We are free. It's now upon us to realize. That's what I was talking about. Realize that you have been set free. Amen. You don't need anyone to break chains that Jesus could not break. <laughs> Are there chains that Jesus could not break? No. There is nothing like someone coming to break chains that Jesus could not I, It doesn't matter how much I shout at you. Vuncha, vuncha. Katika zidini ni aroho. It doesn't work like that. Revelation. Amen. Yeah. Let me tell you, young people, we are waking up. Sindio, are we waking up to the revelation of scripture, to what the scripture says? Hallelujah. That we have been set free. Amen. We are set. Let me tell you, know it, begin to live it, you will see it. You have to see it to live it, to see it. Amen. You have to see perception first for you to see the manifestation. The Bible talks about the end of faith. You know what the end of faith is? The manifestation of what you were trusting God for. Until the, <laughs> the coming of the end of your faith, it manifests. God wants us to believe things before we see them. But they have already been done in the spirit. Hallelujah. This thing goes beyond devotion or intense times with God. You know those times we usually say, you know, I fasted. Today is the day. I'm at, you know when you're going to preach, that is when you want to pray and to fast. Hmm? So that when you come here, hmm, people will recognize. <laughs> Amen. Dwell in the presence. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me tell you, you're talking about prioritizing God. Giving God first place in everything in your life. You're talking about setting your gaze on him. Hallelujah. And not being in a hurry with him. Amen. Getting to a place where, oh God, please do this for me. You, 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 move, from, you move higher than that. Oh God, please do this for me. You get to a place where you say, oh God, what can I do for you? Amen. We get to a place where we are not just surrendered by mouth. We are surrendered even by our obedience. Whatever he says, we do. Whatever he says, do it. Amen. That's when the miracle of, the miracle of Cana happened because they did what he said. The miracle was always there. Why? Because he was always there. Can you imagine? And it was not yet, notice, it was not yet his time to be revealed. But just because he was there. <laughs> protocol. Pro pro all protocol was not observed. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> and the protocol was broken. You know, I have to pass through the pastors, to senior pastor, to deputy, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Amen. No protocol was observed there. Amen. And what happened? They obeyed. And you see the manifestation of their faith. Why are they putting water on those barrels? Water. Obedience. Hallelujah. God will tell you sometimes to do things that are outrageous. Amen. Amen. And when you do them, you will see. Hallelujah. This thing about dwelling in the presence, you, devotions are structured that they go beyond that structure. Spontaneous. Any place, anywhere, anytime. You're always there, anytime, ready for God to use you. Amen. That's what you are talking about. Hallelujah. Because you are talking about increasing your intimacy, you know, being constantly there. Be constantly surrendered. Hallelujah. You know, it takes effort to worship him. Do you know that? You put effort. Hmm? You don't wait for the worship leader to stir you up. Oh, your song is mengia. Ah, mengia, sour. Let me lay down. No. It is you. It's yours. It is you. You lift up your hands. Does God lift up anyone's hands? Hmm? Does God lift up our hands when you're worshiping him? I've never felt it. I've never felt God lifting up my hands. Even Moses, <laughs> when he was tired. <laughs> they had to help him. Ur and who? <laughs> the other guy. <laughs> they helped him lift up, <laughs> lift up his hands. It was not God. That's your duty. Amen. Opening your mouth to praise him is your duty. Taking the Bible to read is your duty. Spending time with him is your duty. Praising, praising him all the time is your duty. Today I'm just stretching it now. Let's do more. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. No, continuing in the word is our duty. Praise the Lord. Amen. Learning it and obeying it is our duty. It's upon us. God will not force himself on us. Do you know that, do you know even holiness does not change God's heart towards us? <laughs> you know what it does? It changes our hearts towards God. Amen. We are not helping God here, no. He has already done everything to help us. Now it's upon us to pick the tools now. Rise up. Amen. Let me tell you, living right affects our faith. Righteousness affects your faith. Living right, you know? Amen. You know what I'm talking about when I say living right? I'm talking about living right. Doing the right thing. It affects your faith. It doesn't affect the presence of God. God does not say, oh, you know what? You have decided to do that bad thing. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm gone. No. It affects your faith. It affects your perception. Amen. When you live right, that's why we need to live right. We need to live. 
have right living. Amen. Wherever we go, wherever we are. Amen. That's now part of our dwelling. <laughs> Live right. Amen. You know, nowadays that is not preached. Live right. Amen. Don't pay bribes on the road. It will affect your faith. Amen. And without faith, you cannot. Amen. He that cometh to me must believe that I am. And that I am the rewarder of they that diligently seek. The reward is the end of the faith. The manifestations of your faith. Amen. Hallelujah. You want to see God, Cindy? <laughs> Manifested. Not just in the spirit. You just tell him, oh Lord, you're in the spirit. You're here with us. We want to see you. Here we are. We are dwelling in your presence continually. <laughs>